Hey, Carlos. Hey, Holland. We just got done with a long day of casting, and man, have you got a story for me. And boy, do you have to listen to me. <laughs> Tiff for Tabble. I know exactly what you mean. Do you think people should listen to the show at a certain time? Like a certain time in the day? Yeah, is it? It's not a morning show. I mean... But people are allowed to listen to it in the morning. It is kind of a bedtime show, ain't it? Oh. Our sultry voices. Yeah. And our hot topics. And I don't mean that that edgy goth store <laughs> in the mall. No, but I'm asking because um, this is like an after work show. Like, we have just finished a day of casting. And um, how many people did we see today? Today we saw... 105 people. Did we really? Yeah. Didn't feel like that, did it? No, it went by pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like chump change, right? It's weird. Kind of, yeah. There's some days where 105 people feel way too many, and then Mm. sometimes it's a breeze. Today was a bit more of a breeze, I guess, you know? That's good. I'm glad. Glad you had a good, easy day. What a lovely day. What a lovely day. Should we say our names? Who are you? I hate being slated. That is kind of a funny idea, to slate each other, to like slate. Well, you know what's funny is I have interviewed tens of thousands of people, literally. Yeah. And every once in a while, someone goes, well, what did you do for the weekend? Or whatever I asked. They turn yeah. the question back around on me. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I definitely belong behind the camera. Yeah. You have an acting background, a performance background, and you... Mm-hmm. probably could have that question turn on you. You can think of a good answer. Oh, yeah. I'll step out into the, into the spotlight. 100%. Know, yeah. It's my turn. I think I'm going to slate. Hi, my name is Carlos Leon, and I'm here to sing Les Mis. Have you ever done that for karaoke night? Les Mis? It's you Tuesday. karaoke every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Good thing you can stick around tonight. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow, though. Boink. That's the sound of me leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're facing forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what should we talk about? I don't know. Uh, did, did we say who you are? Do you want to say who you are? Yeah, well, What's my name's name? my name's Holland. Cool, and that's all I got because I belong behind the camera. That's your, all I really have to say. Your name is a place. That's right. Yeah. What are you drinking? What I did you, you pour me? I see you looking for a, a drink. It was a Deschutes. I, I forget the exact one. Um, but yeah, we're just having a Deschutes, a beer. But that's kind of our our ritual now, right? Like after we work, we will open up a beer. If we don't have beer, I guess we open up whatever we have and sit around and shoot the shit. And that's kind of like how. You and I became friends. Somewhere in our friendship, I told you, yeah, I like IPAs. A couple mm-hmm. of years ago, I started drinking only IPAs, which I couldn't see how to get out of it. I was kind of stuck. And then we started drinking, uh, th- there was a whole other world of beer, which I obviously had other beer, but mm-hmm. you're like, but here's a proper Pilsner. Here's a proper lager. Yeah. Here's a, here's red. a red. Oh my God. You said red at the same time. I know. Reds are are so beautiful oh and they are God. so under underappreciated, I feel, in the beer community. Like well, when my eye spots them, I go, I, I gotta try that. Gotta try it. It's a it's amazing. Uh, so we could talk beer for days and maybe Ever. we will yeah. if we compile all these little moments. And circle oh, back. the other thing you turned me on to was like a great old fashioned. Again, that's a whole episode because the delicacies of what it takes for those three or four ingredients to make a good old-fashioned. Yeah. I actually sent one back the other day. I was mad at the bartender. I was like, get this out of my face. Dude. It was garbage. 
So I, I first got into Old Fashions when I like went into to like the Wellsbourne, right? So this incredible bar, Culver City. I went and there was a bartender. His name was Arson. Such a great, incredible, like he made one, did did this finesse, lit it on fire, handed it to me, and it was these it had just the smoke lingered inside of the cup through the entire sipping. It's like magic. It. Yeah. yeah. And its texture was velvety, silky, knocked the fucking socks off of me. Oh, wow. And then from there, he like left. He left that bar. And I remember like getting his information. Yeah. <laughs> he like wrote down on this little piece of paper like how he makes it. And I mean, it's it's a little hard to decipher. It's it's clearly like, oh man, these are like coordinates to a place that I don't think I could ever get to. Do you to. still have that? I do still have it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I'll show you it. And then I went to another bar called the Old Man Bar, which I still need to take you because it's like the old-fashioned bar. Yeah. They have like a list of just old fashions, right? You can get like six, seven different types of old fashions. It's incredibly small. It's super intimate. Like all the music is done like in vinyl and these like old speakers. And there's a bartender there named John who also made like one of the best old fashions I've ever had. And like I could throw any whiskey at him and he would be able to make an old fashioned that was just incredible one of my favorite things to do is i would go and i would say hey man i'll have just like the the regular single barrel and then dealer's choice give me whatever you want and what he would do is he would be like okay pick a whiskey like look through their their entire collection pick a whiskey make this old-fashioned put it in front of me lay the bottle right there with me he would just be like boom yes and he's like there's the bottle have a couple sips of this old-fashioned i'll be back to tell you what you're drinking Oh, and man. he'd leave. I would sit in awe drinking. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. It tastes so good. I've never received a bad drink from that guy. Yeah. And then he'd come back and he's like, well, this is where it was made. This is how it was made. This is why it has its name. Would just teach me all about the whiskey that I'm drinking. Wow. And I have not seen him in like two years. I, every time I go back, he's not there. I think he's just gone on to bigger, better things, and I kind of want to find that fucking dude. I think we and should find him at some point. We should find him. Yeah. He, he deserves to be running the world right now because he makes such a good old-fashioned. They, they just vary, right, from bartender to bartender, and it just depends on, on who you are as a person. Or you could just, like, go somewhere where they have, like, old-fashions on tap, which reminds me of a, a bar that's another one of my favorite bars. I think I've already said, like, two bars, so we'll just do three. Um Good Times at Davy Wayne's. Have you ever been? Where is it? Good it's literally in Hollywood. It's oh. like down the road. No. It's this incredible like speakeasy bar. You literally walk through a, a fridge door. Oh, no kidding. To get into it. I've uh, like never had a bad time there. Amazing. But there's one very specific time at Davy Wayne's that was a very good time. It's probably one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me in my life. Would you like to hear this story? Let me see what time it is. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. So to preface, me and my my roommate, Sky, the first time we even found Davy Wayne's was because I was trying to take them to uh, Tom Burgeon's. But when I went, it was closed down. You know, at this point, like I had like kind of gone out of a relationship and I was like, I just need to leave the fucking house. I need to go to a happy place. Yeah. And um, this place was closed. And I was like, oh, and then I remember that Davy Wayne's existed because like someone had told me. And then I'm like, let's try it out. It's just down the street. We went in. It was like slow, right? It was kind of this like slow day. I think the sun was still out when we got there. <laughs> so we're just like, okay, we'll have a couple old fashions and 
just check the vibe of this place. What ends up happening is like the, the place like starts slowly like coming to life. Like once the sun goes down, people just start pouring in and then like a DJ starts playing. Music starts and I'm like, cool, I'm going to get another old fashioned. And I'm like, you know, four in at this point. So I'm already kind of twisted. And we go over to to the bar and there are these two girls at the corner of the bar, right? And there's kind of space between one of them and then there's space between uh, the other on the other side. And then what happened was we started talking to these two girls and they were just incredibly sweet, right? Next thing I know, we're just like having a great time. We're laughing. I got my cocktail. We're sitting and, and talking and then Sky and, and that girl disappear. And then I'm talking to this girl and her name was Tori, one of the most beautiful women I've ever met. Like stunning. Yes. We were just having such an incredible time and like really, really bonding with each other. And then we started talking about like relationships and stuff. And she told me she's like that she was bisexual. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, that's incredible. And, and I was like, yeah, I just got out of like a pretty big relationship for like two years. And she's like, oh, my goodness. I was like, yeah, I just got a relationship that was like four years. And I'm like, well, you got me beat there. Yeah. And so we were just having this incredible time bonding. And then next thing I know, we are like making out. That's like literally the next thing I know. And I'm like, I don't remember who leaned in. But clearly we were both okay with it. Yeah. And then... This is wild. This has never happened to me before, right? The like bar hookup. We like really hit it off. We just start solidifying it at the bar. Like literally we're sitting at the bar and I'm just like kind of break out of this spell, right? And I'm just kind of like trying to pump the brakes. And I'm like, we're kind of like diving right at each other. And I think we're doing it for the same reasons. You know what I mean? Like I just got a relationship. She got a relationship. And then she's like, yeah, no, I'm, she's like been such a long time since I've like been with a guy. She's like, I haven't met a guy as nice as you. And I'm like, hey, that's amazing. Like, that's incredible. And then like the the more I, I kind of like pumped the brakes on everything and started slowing things down, I'm just like, oh man, she's now fallen into such a deep drunk. And I'm like trying to force sober myself. To, to keep just control of the situation, to be like, we're going to take a step back a little bit. And she's just like, no. And like really like was all over me. Like whatever like piece of flesh that was near her, <laughs> she would kiss it like yeah. um, from me. And I'm just like, oh my goodness. And then I was like trying to flag down. I remember like trying to flag down the bartender, like trying to get water. Because I'm just like, oh no, she's like starting to get super drunk. I finally got some water and there was this like douchebag at the bar just being like, nice. I'm like, cool, please stop staring at me and nodding. And then Sky comes back with the other girl. And then I'm kind of like, hey, it's not as nice as it looks. And I'm just trying to get my land legs again and keep it together. And Sky's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. I, I, I honestly forget what the interaction was. But yeah. she's like, oh, I'm glad you guys are hitting off because she was like kissing me, you know, and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, 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 help a little bit. Like, I just, you know, I kind of need <laughs> some some help to kind of ground this situation right now because I'm afraid if I leave her, she's just going to fall on the floor and or get picked up by someone that's kind of a monster. <laughs> and so I'm just yeah. like, I'm like, let's, I'm going to stay with her until she's okay and then they disappear again you know and she's just like oh and you're just like the nicest guy i've ever met i want to fuck you right now and i'm like okay that's that's not gonna happen still amazing really nice uh of you to say that and then i'm just like 
let me give you my number. And then like, we'll just exchange numbers and we'll see if you still feel this way tomorrow. You know, I'm like, let's, let's see if that's okay. And she's like, oh no, I just want you right now. And I'm just like, what's my name? And she's like, uh, no. <laughs> you know, just kind of, like could not even remember my name. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, well, you're gonna have some water, and she's like, I don't want any water. And I'm like, well, if I give you, if I give you a kiss, will you drink some water? She's like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, tr- like trading kisses, to try to hydrate this poor girl. And then so from there, things kind of calm down, and I'm just like, all right, listen, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. We'll be right back. And I go to the bathroom, I come back, and she's like gone. And then I'm just like, oh damn it, like. I need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. I was like, I need to get out of this place. I'm just kind of in a weird zone right now. And um, did not get her number. Did not get anything else. She just kind of fell in love and disappeared, <laughs> you know, in a, in a drunken, uh, sloppy mess. And I'm just like, cool, go back to the bar. I'm like, I have no idea where Sky is. Sky's like disappeared. And I'm like, I'm trying to, oh, I'm just like, I'm just closing out my tab. I'm like, I need to get the hell out of here. And then Sky yeah. finally just reappears out of nowhere. And I'm just like walking away and we're talking and I'm just like, that was the wildest thing that's ever happened to me. I'm like, I've never had, you know, someone be so into me like at, at a bar before. That's like literally never happened. Yeah. And then we're walking and then we'd finally turn the corner and then I see Tori and her friend and they're there and they're like t- together and they're sitting on, on the, and I'm like, oh, you guys are okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, we're good. And then Sky's like, oh man, it looks like they got back together. <laughs> And then I was like, uh-huh, what? And Sky's like, yeah, dude, they dated for like four years. And I'm like, have this entire, like, that's so Raven-esque moment of just everything kind of happening again in my head. And I'm like, what the fuck happened back there? The ex was there the entire time. The entire time. And Sky had the story. Sky knew from the beginning oh. that they were that they were exes. Oh my. And this is like the first time that they saw each other since the breakup. I was 100% used by the most beautiful, intelligent lesbian love of my life. How do you feel about it now? <laughs> You're sitting on a couch. Talk to me. In the moment, honestly, in the moment, I was sad. I got super used like that <laughs> night. And like and I'm like, what the fuck is real? You know? <laughs> what is real? And then I kind of was second guessing my worth. And and then I was like, but boy, what an incredible story that was. You did walk out with a kind of an amazing story. Such a gem. But I love that girl, <laughs> Tori. I will never forget her. Cannot tell you what she looks like. Well, there's a lot of love of your lives. There's a lot of loves of your life. I just love, I love love. And I, I fall in love quickly and aggressively. But uh, didn't have what, what she wanted, which was apparently a vision. <laughs> so now we have uh, a very special guest who also works with us in, in our wonderful casting studio. And his first name is Alex. And uh, Alex, say hello. Hi. You can call me Xander if you want. <laughs> no, we can't. I'm never no going to do does. that. No one does. Don't I start think I that. might do that now. You know, I might give that to you. Maybe it'll finally stick on your show. Yeah. Well, this is what we should do. I'm going to start calling you Xander. And I just want to. I want. I want you to genuinely take it out for a spin. I'm, see if you like it. I'm going to. But 
I'm not going to call you Xander on the show, though, just because it's too hard for me. <laughs> I understand. Uh, you had a story that you really wanted to tell us, right? I, I mean, I could share a story. I mean, I've done some castings. Y'all get the good stories because you do uh, all the castings, but I've done a few castings. The, the the thing about my story, I've never told it because it's at my expense and not someone else's expense. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I like a self-deprecating story. Yeah, and it's real short, but, you know. It's, it's not a competition. It's, it, it can't, you're right, I'm married. <laughs> it's, it, uh, it's, it's, it's just, uh, I had a, a really awkward moment. You know, it's one of those things like, you know, where you're just like driving in your car one day and you'll think about it and be like, oh, God, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? Like, you, oh, yeah. you look back to when you were 10 years old. Like, it's one of those moments I had. It's like, oh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go to bed nice and early. Get in your bed and then your brain's like, hey, remember this one time? <laughs> and it's this story for you? Yeah. it's Hell yeah. I don't know why I've never <laughs> told you guys this story, but... Tell so me. I so I I've done a majority of the castings that I do are out of out of town. So mm-hmm. I was in San Francisco. It was the main studio that we used to go to all the time. So it's it's basically a very open area with no waiting room. So what that means is that when someone is auditioning and I'm taking photos and we're doing videos, I mean everybody's kind of around you. Everybody's there, everybody's listening, the moms are right there watching everything happen. So I'm doing this casting and there's a lot of families and there's kids everywhere and they're and they're doing their thing and th- these kids come out and and you know I take their pictures and they're great and there's a couple kids next to each other and one kid starts doing that floss dance. You guys know the flossing dance? Ew. Yes. I think I can see where the story's going if it's not going where I think I kind of want to write it down close it in an envelope and leave it at like a like a magic castle magician and be like this is my guess because <laughs> i already love it you might like yeah so this so i i can't i can't do the floss dance it's kind of ridiculous and and he did it for a second and i was like oh wow that's so cool i can't do that and then you know his mom came over and was like yeah do it some more and so he just started doing it and going to town on it and then this other kid comes right over next to him and then they started doing the floss in pairs but at the time i didn't know that the dance was called flossing i misspoke and so i was like oh my god they're both scissoring together <laughs> And the mom jumps and she goes, no, that's flossing. That's, that's definitely flossing. And I was like, oh. And then I realized what I just said. And I incorporated both of them scissoring together, which is clearly not what they were doing because oh that God. would be a different act. And my face turned so red. And I couldn't even look the mom in the eye. I just kind of walked away. It was like, if I admit the guilt, I just have to play stupid because – you know, if I apologize that oh, I'm man. feeding the fire. That's tremendous. That's such a good story. It reminds me of your alarm cock clock. <laughs> it's too bad mine wasn't on tape. <laughs> I would honestly pay to have like a soundbite of Alex going, oh, look, they're scissoring together. <laughs> the funny thing is, is you can't. That's why I had to write it down. I can every time someone does that dance, all I can think of is scissoring. And so I had to write flossing down on this Man. little sticky note of my hand so I would say it right on the show. That's so brilliant. Oh what a weird God. superpower that you have that f- you see this dance and I automatically think of scissoring. It's all I'll ever think of when anyone does that dance. I'm trying to think of like weird shit that I've said to people. 
I feel like that one would stick just because it involves like ruining a child's life. <laughs> well, I love how the mom just more like embarrassing the mom. Yeah, the mom was a little dirty too because she oh, knew yeah. what that was. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, you know that mom is dirty. How do you? How do you think kids are made? <laughs> they scissor. <laughs> When a mommy and daddy love each other, they cut each other up <laughs> in bed. You know, um, here's a classic one that happens all the time. This is a mistake that I will make many more times, but mm-hmm. I caught myself today. On a lot of castings, I would say 100% of them now, there's pictures of hands. They just want to make sure you got two hands because you might have to hold a product. And today, people were really worried about, uh, oh, my fingernails are this, or I, you know, I need to get a manicure. And I was like, don't worry. They just want to make sure you have two hands. If this was a proper hand job, you would have to make sure. <laughs> Stop. Halt. Wait a minute. Did I just say proper hand job? If this was a proper hand job, we would not be making eye contact right now. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't tried to to roll the dice with this, like. Hey, so um, I need your hands to be flat. This is a this is a hand job, you know. What dice are those? But no, like see how many different ways you can incorporate this into your audition speech. Oh, I think because we've done a few hand jobs here. <laughs> the hand jobs are so amazing to me, just because <laughs> we usually book the same girls for the hand jobs. I mean, they're good at what they do. <laughs> But no, no, certain hand jobs, it's funny to see people that like, that's their forte, right? Hand jobs. And they come in and they are like wearing gloves and they have these weird rituals where they like rub their hands and you raise your hands in the air to get the blood flow down and then you shake them out and you position them. I've seen that. It's so weird. It's so ritualistic to me that I, there are so many great hand job audition techniques that I see out and about and it's. I'm like, wow, what a world you live in. Body parts modeling is a definitely a niche, and not a lot of models are successfully doing it. And the few that are book things around the clock. They're busting hand jobs left and right, like <laughs> maybe one one every two weeks. And they don't pay a lot, but you get it in the quantity, you know? <laughs> it's this, never not funny. This is such... <laughs> A great like casting Abbott and Costello moment. <laughs> yeah. That I think will never not be funny to me. Never. You know what jobs blow? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good job, boys. Good job, boys. Thank you for tuning in to Tip for Tabble. If you want to shoot the boys a message, go ahead and email us at t4tcast at gmail.com. That's T, the number four, tcast at gmail.com. 